The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. God never intended for the world system to support his family. You need a revelation of who you are. You got the same God in you that Jesus had in him, and you got the same anointing being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not going to be us. It's going to be the Father in us. He's going to do the work because we're in the Sabbath. And in the Sabbath, it means that I'm taking you back to the garden, back to a time where Adam never had to bear the weight of his own provision that God was going to take care of him. Come unto me all that labor and a heavy labor. I'm going to give you rest. Let's go on over to Hebrews chapter 4, please. Just receive this and just make up your mind right now that, hey, if I hear something I need to do, I'm going to do this stuff. All right. Let's start reading. We're going to read verses 1 through 6 of Hebrews chapter 4. Let us therefore fear. Fear means believe. So put in your Bible, believe. Lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Please underline entering into his rest. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into rest. As he said, I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. And, as, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. When did God rest? And this place again, and in this place again, if they shall enter into my what? Rest. Rest. Seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein and they to whom it was preached, first preached, pardon me, entered not in because of what? Unbelief. Unbelief. Now let's drop down to verse nine. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Now that's you. Nine. Aren't you the people of God? Nine. For he that has entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest. Lest any man fall after the same example of what? Unbelief. Let's put together from Hebrews what he's talking about and how this refers or how this relates to your life. Let's go to Genesis chapter two, verse one. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all of the hosts of them. And on the seventh day, God entered, pardon me, ended his work, which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, 
which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. So what day was it that God rested? What did he do for six days? He worked. Did he create the earth? Everything in it? Did he create you? Okay. So he created everything first. And then God said in Genesis 1, 26, now let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth. The word dominion says, I've got authority over it. I've got stewardship over it. I'm, I'm responsible for it. Now he gave this to a man. And then he told them in verse 28, and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Now this is what he gave to mankind. Now this is after he had created everything. So just look at all these days that he took to create everything, six. And then at the end of that day, he created mankind. And then now he's ready for the seventh day. But what needs to be created for the seventh day? Nothing. Nothing. Did he make everything? So everything that mankind would need, God created in six days. And now man is ready for the what day? Seventh day. Is he going to have to work to create something? So my point to you is, is God finished everything. And now he finished it for a man that he was going to have to work to do an assignment with in this earth to take this world over to, to, to replenish it, to, to, um, to keep it under and so forth. But the man, all the provision for that work was already laid out for him. Are you with me? So what happened was during the faith conference and I didn't notice this until one of our uh, marketing department, TV department, uh, I got a, they are sometimes they, they, they produce something and then they send it to me over my phone or something and let me just review it and so forth. This is what you want, Pastor, so forth. Boom. Yeah, great. But something caught my attention that Dr. Jesse Duplantis said, and I'd like to share it with you. And this is why I say, when people just come to conferences and just listen one time, you, you, you probably should have stayed where you were. Because you, you, didn't, you, you just heard the tip of the iceberg of what you're supposed to hear. You gotta listen to that stuff at least one more time. I mean, you gotta, you gotta there are bites in there you gotta get. Well, this is what Brother Jesse said. So I'm just encouraging you if you, you know, you can go on online and so forth and listen to stuff. But here's what he said. And I think this will really help you conceptualize what I'm about to say. Jesse said, Jesse, Brother Jesse said that God spoke to him and said, I am God. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty true. That's, that's profound right there. He said, I have the power to take your life, but I do not have the authority. 
Now stay with that. I have the power to take your life, but I do not have the authority. Now, this is just one sound bite. This is just one of our speakers. Every one of our speakers were great. Okay? But my point to you is, he said, so many people, I'm still, I'm still coming from the sound bite, so many people are saying, I took somebody home. There are a lot of people up here that shouldn't be up here right now. This is God talking. This is God talking to Jesse now. They did not complete their destiny or their destination. I didn't take them home. I did not take them home. I received them home, but I did not take them home. The authority belongs to you because death and life are in the power of your tongue. The choice is in your mouth. How many people say things? I go places and, you know, the crowd is not as big as they want. Uh, you, you know, God has here who he wants here. I said, that's a lie. I said, all kinds of people God was speaking to. I said, you got to pray this stuff in, man. You, you just can't hope this come in because you got a big name. I said, listen, <clears throat> these people are taking stuff and putting stuff on God. That God doesn't have anything to do with it. God gave the earth to a man. And when he has to come back in, he needs this man's permission. He cannot violate this man's authority. I am God, but I cannot violate your mouth because I gave you authority. Now, the devil knew that, so that's why the devil came at Adam, because he knew, one, in that household, that woman was not the one in the superior authority. Now, y'all look at me crazy if you want to, but I'm going to tell you the truth. He knew that there were two pieces of authority in there, but it can't be but one head. Two heads is a freak in anything you got. And he knew unless he got to that man, he couldn't get to this earth. And the only way through that man is through that woman. I'm going to get her and I'm going to get her again. He took it and ate it and then the earth fell. Now we got major problems. What did the devil do? He took the authority. Look what he said. Luke chapter four, verse five. The devil taketh him up to a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Watch this. And the devil said to Jesus, all this power will I give you and the glory of them for the it has been delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. Who so if you bow down and, 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 and talk to me, all will be yours. My point to you is, look what he's doing. He got that authority. Jesse, I have the power to take your life, but I do not have the authority. 
there are a lot of people up in heaven with me that shouldn't be here. Their mouth got them here. I don't care what the physician said. Your job is to repeat this word. Your job is to say what he said. Come on now. And I guarantee you, when you start speaking this thing and saying what God said in this word, somebody going to get mad. Because the system's been set up on unbelief. Unbelief is accepted. The truth isn't. So I'm saying for all of us, now we have to start right here because this whole idea of rest, wait a minute, let's see what God said about this now. Because maybe we have talked ourselves into something that God didn't say. Am I doing all right so far? Yeah, that's folks up here. Well, you know, and so forth. And we've given a lot of credit to God that God didn't do. Well, he took them home. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Your mouth took them home. Here's God made everything. Here's the devil coming at Adam through Eve. Adam sinned, Eve sinned. Now what's happening? Now God's got a plan. He got to get started. Plan of redemption. I got to get this all back. Why? Because right now, it's in the wrong hands. Now you understand year of jubilee. In jubilee, everything at the 50th year, when the trumpet sounds, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, everything is to be returned to its rightful owner. Now, you follow what it's doing? See, all of that was a pointing to a truth. So, God speaks now. Start at Genesis chapter 3, verse 17. How are we doing so far? And unto Adam he said, because you've hearkened to the voice of your wife well, and you've eaten of the tree well, of which I commanded thee, saying, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee and thou shalt eat the herb of the field in the sweat of your face shall you eat bread. Now let's just stop right there and look at verse 19, uh, 17 again in the Amplified. Let's read back down to 19 again. And Adam, he said, because you have listened to the, and given heed to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat of it, the ground under you is cursed because of you. In sorrow and what? Toil shall you eat of it, of the first of the fruits of it all the days of your life. Next verse. 
thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. In the sweat of your face shall you eat bread until you return to the ground. So for you to get provision, you're going to sweat. Was it supposed to sweat? Nope. Even the priest, the Bible says, Moses, clothe the priest with garments so when they come before me, they will not sweat. You don't play that. Why? It's a sign of the curse. What did they do with Jesus? What did they press down on his head? What do thorns represent? Come on, the curse. They took the staff or reed out of his hand and began to beat him with it. It means that if you don't take authority, Satan will take your authority and try to beat you with it. Jesus became a curse. So that curse will never be in your life. Ever. Are y'all following what I'm saying? That this is where we have to slow down. Yeah. I said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been operating on this, on this other side here. What, what's happening here? And it's usually because we have no knowledge. You can't go any further than you have knowledge. So now my job is to give you knowledge of the fact that why am I working for something and I own the whole earth? Let me, see, let me figure this out now. Why, why am I working for this house and I own all the earth. My, my, I'm going to tell you, I'm just, I'm going to give you the word. I'm not telling you what my dear say. I'm telling you what the Bible says. They didn't enter in. He says, I'm giving you houses you didn't build. Watch that. I'm going to give you cities. But they failed to enter in because of unbelief. They wouldn't enter into a rest. When you rest, God will work. Glory to God. He, he, won't, com he won't compete with you. Because God cannot violate your authority. This is until the lease is up. He cannot violate your authority then he can't just come into the earth and say, now this man messed up. King Jack's on this man. I'm making me another man. That's what I'm going to do. Right. Now, you can't do that because the earth doesn't belong to him. Right. See, it doesn't belong to him. He can't do things with stuff that doesn't belong to him. Now, let me, let me show you what I'm talking about. If you're going to sow a seed, for him to act on it, it must be in his jurisdiction. Right. Amen. Amen. 
he cannot legally act on something that belongs to you without you giving it to him. You got what I'm saying? Because if he did, he'd be violating the earth again. Now stay with me here because I'm showing you where one single parent can send all 10 of the kids to Harvard without a school loan. Think about it. Now, I, I know some of you that just bogged your mind. It boggled your mind because you're still thinking over here with this, this lame curse-based system. You're not on this anymore. You're over here. You're over here, over here where you own it all. You own everything. Now, you say, well, how do I know I own it? It's in the book. It's in the book. Look at Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. He says this. Now I say that the heir, that's you. The heir, you're heir of God. Say, I'm an heir of God. As long as he's a child, differs nothing but a, from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Let's go and amplify. Look at that same scripture in the Amplified. Look what it says in the Amplified. He says this. Now, what I mean is this, that as long as the inheritor, the heir, is a child and under age, and he does not differ, uh, under age, he does not differ from a slave, although he's a master of all the estate. The estate that he's talking about is the earth, and you are the master of the earth. Now, wait a minute. Yeah, well, how do I know that? Because you're a joint heir with Christ. And Christ inherit the earth. You're a joint heir with him. You, how am I going to work a job to pay for something that's already mine? What, what, what sense does that make? See, the jurisdiction piece has to be there because God can't get in unless you let him in. 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. All right. Come here. Stand right there. Now, this is the money clip, and I'm just playing. This is the money clip. Okay? Got it? This is my care, and I'm hauling this thing. Okay? Now, I've just learned I can cast all my care over on him because he who's got it? <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. Suppose my frown is still on my face. Watch this. I'm still walking bowed over. I still got that thing. And as long as I got it, he can't touch it because it's not in his jurisdiction. You better hear what I'm telling you, folks. It is not in, he can't touch it. He, he'll violate your authority. I appreciate it. 
You got what I'm saying? And that's what people do faith. They claim they prayed in faith and come up out of it and worry just as hard as they did. They never received it. They never cast it. They never let Jesus have it. They never let God fix it. They just kept it. And because of it, God can't touch it. And that's what the devil's waiting on. He's waiting on God to touch something illegally. And God is not going to do it. You can take a seed and sow it into the kingdom. Then lift your hands and start praising God. Because if God's got it, it's going to be multiplied. God never intended for the world system to support his family. You need a revelation of who you are. You got the same God in you that Jesus had in him, and you got the same anointing being filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not going to be us. It's going to be the Father in us. He's going to do the work because we're in the Sabbath. And in the Sabbath, it means that I'm taking you back to the garden, back to a time where Adam never had to bear the weight of his own provision that God was going to take care of it. Come unto me all that labor and a heavy labor. I'm going to give you rest. You have been redeemed from the curse of lack, and your days of toiling are over. Your provision is now unlimited in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, Resting in God. To order on CD or DVD, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Hello, Bill Winston here. Today's teaching, Resting in God, Volume 1, is part of a two-disc series. Now, the purpose of this message is to take the strain and struggle out of your life <laughs> by looking to God as not only your source, but your only source of provision. Now, an important point to remember is this. When we are born again, we're no longer under the curse because Jesus became a curse for us. So through salvation, we have been redeemed and we do not have to toil or struggle through life for anything. Praise the Lord. Now, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11 tells us this. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. So when there is unbelief, there's no rest. But when we believe God and trust in his holy word, we can rest and he'll do the work. Praise God. This is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.